How is everyone tonight? Welcome to church. It's so good to have that mask off. It looks like I'm in a, a room of burglars <clears throat> here. It's a strange sensation being up front. Uh, just before I start tonight, I just want to let you know that next week Darren Hayhoe is coming to preach at church here. He's the, um, the minister at Reach Church in town. He's going to be our special guest speaker next week, so make sure you come along and have a listen to that. And coming up at the end of January on the 30th, we've got our week of worship. So there's a notice on the notice board, so make sure you notice the notice board and have a look at that. And that's coming up soon. But tonight you got me. Lucky you. Alright, so I'd just like to start with a prayer if that's alright. So Heavenly Father, I just pray tonight that your spirit is at work here in our hearts, in our minds. I just really want to pray tonight that you would speak through the words that I have, that my imperfections and my stuff won't get in the way of your word coming out this night, that you can um, speak your truth and impact our lives in the way that we need to bring us closer to you. I give permission for the Holy Spirit to just come here tonight. Come Holy Spirit, come. Work powerfully here in Jesus' name. Amen. So what I'm going to, every time I come and talk, I always ask God, what do you want me to share about? And, and what he put on my heart is something that, a lesson that God has really been um, building into me over this past year. It was nearly a year ago um, when, it, when he really spoke to me on a, a particular night. I know it was a year ago because tomorrow is my 24th wedding anniversary. And it was on our last anniversary when it was, thank you. It gets better and better every year. I'm a very lucky man. But um, I really felt that um, God wanted me to deepen my relationship to him, to spend as much time as I possibly could in his presence. And he did that through a number of things. And it just led me to um, go to a place in my relationship to God that uh, is a lot deeper than I've ever had in my, in my life up till now. Even through difficult circumstances at the end of last year, I still feel in a really good place with God and, and um, that he has spoken some amazing things into my life. And I just want to share that tonight. It's a lesson that can um, has deep and flowing ramifications if you can apply it to your life, but it's a reasonably simple message tonight. It's, uh, I'm just got to, I'm losing my notes now. Yeah, as with every lesson in life, you've got to choose whether you want to accept it or reject it. So I've, I ask tonight that you just listen and, and, and consider because this is something that has been very, very meaningful to me. So about a year ago, God challenged me to do this thing where I have to spend as much time as I possibly can each day with him. And I did it at the start by just choosing to do small things, taking little steps of faith. So when I mow my grass, instead of just letting my thoughts ramble or putting on a radio station, to intentionally choose sermons or podcasts or Christian music, things that will focus my mind on God. He challenged me to wake up a little earlier every day, to pray and to get into the Bible, to spend more time with God intentionally before the day starts, to start the day with him. He challenged me to, instead of just mindlessly putting on a TV program at night or a streaming service or a movie, to choose to uh, do something that will draw my attention to him, to listen to worship music, to have a conversation that will um, centre around God. Just all these little small things, these little disciplines of faith that I started doing, reading, praying, meditating on scripture, worshipping God. And the funny thing was, the more I did it, the more I wanted to do it, where reading the Bible became a chore for a while, where I really didn't feel like getting into it, or it was a struggle. I, I had a plan, and I had to do two chapters a day, and you'd just sort of struggle through it and get on with it. By the end, I was, 
I had a real hunger and thirst for God's word and wanting to get into it. And I'd find myself, if I didn't stop spending hours there getting into it, I found that the things that I struggled with over a long time gradually became, had much less appeal to me and the things of God had a lot more appeal. There's that old song that, um, you know, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full into his wonderful face and the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And I literally found that to be true. Stuff that would have appealed to me but um, I knew God didn't like just became less appealing to me. And it was funny just watching these small um, little things make such a significant and massive difference to me. So tonight I just want to speak about one way, one way that we can take an intentional, intentional step that will make a massive positive difference in your life. Just one simple little step. That's all it is. And the message tonight, I've named it, um, it is time to renew your mind. Or you could paraphrase it to read your Bible, basically, is, is the, the moral of the story tonight. And I'm just going to get you, if you've got your Bible app or your Bibles there, if you're old school, if you want to turn to Romans 12, I'm just going to read a couple of verses where this is inspired from and the verses that really impacted me in this. And these are two verses I memorized years ago. We had a mission team come to our church when I was a teenager, and we had to memorize 20 verses to sort of be with them and to do their work. And this is one that's been in my head for years and years and years. I could quote it at the drop of a hat, say it as quick as you like, but about a year ago, oh, less than a year ago, probably half a year ago, at our small group meeting, we were just having a prayer meeting, and I just felt God say to me, this is what I've done to you. This is what has happened to you. The verse is, um, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. For this is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And it's that part, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, often in Christianity, um, if you've been in the circles for long enough, you've, you know things like... Um, a lot of churches will have a list or a, di- a discipleship class will say, you know, you've got to read your Bible, you've got to pray, you can't drink alcohol, you take communion, all these lists. But the real transformation happens when you spend time with the living God. Lists and things may be helpful to get you over hurdles, but real transformation happens when you're in the presence of God and your mind is transformed by that. So this is my focus tonight. At the end of tonight, I just hope it's clear in your mind this one way which is possible, a practical way to make this happen. I don't want to just have an exercise of putting knowledge in your head because I surely don't have enough to spare. But I just want to give you some practical way that you can get closer to God, a very easy way. Now, I heard this quote recently and it's really stuck with me. And I wish I wrote down who said it. It might have been Billy Graham because I've been listening to a lot of him lately, but I'm, I'm not certain. But it's... If all the Christians in the world took the Bible from the shelf and opened it up, there would be a dust storm the likes the world has never seen. While we can all see the humour in this, there is a a truth there, a real deeper truth to this. And we know it. In reality, you know, we don't get into this enough. We don't get into the Word of God enough. This book is the Word of God. We, We choose... In this year of influence that Graham's put these signs up, we choose what influences us every day by what we watch and who we engage with and what we do. But are we allowing God's word to be our influence in our life? Are we allowing him to speak into our life? Now, I want to be sure before we continue that you're not 
hearing what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you must read the Bible to be a Christian because you could be a Christian and be saved and never read this book. But if you want a healthy relationship, if you want a good relationship with a loving God, then this will help. We are saved by what Christ did on that cross. And that's the message of communion that we had before. We are saved through the blood of Jesus and what was accomplished on that cross. But if we want a good, healthy relationship, then we need to start getting into this word. So just to start tonight, I thought it might be good to stop and reflect. You know, Jess spoke a couple of weeks ago. The board's still over there. You can use that as a a reference. It's good at the end of a year to stop and reflect, to look back and see what's happened over the course of your year. What have you done well and what have you been struggling with? And what positive steps can you have to move forward in 2022? So there's a few questions here. Just If you want to just take a moment just to stop and think, there's no, I'm not going to ask anyone to share or anything. This is for you to just be honest with yourself. How are you going? How are you going in your spiritual life? Have you been experiencing highs over 2021? Have you had those big valley experiences where you, you just don't feel the presence of God happening in your life? How much time have you spent in God's Word? Is it, is it a, a key part to your day? Is it the thing that you need to help you every day? Or has the, has the busyness of life sort of got in the way? Is it stopping you getting into God's Word? Are you content with where you are spiritually? Or is there a yearning, a deep yearning inside of you for something more? When you do read the Bible, is there something that aches in you and you think, there's something in here that I, I really want? Are you hearing from God? Does he answer your prayers? Do you see him working in your life? These are good questions for us to go over, to honestly just review and think, how are we really spiritually? And what do you want? What do you want for 2022? Are you happy continuing? And if you are, that's cool and, and no pressure, but... If you feel that there is something more for you and you want to go more, then tonight we're going to offer you a way that you can do that, that you can go deeper with God and get into this word a bit more. So let's look at what the Bible is. So we all know a bit about the Bible. It was written over a period of about 1,600 years, the whole course of it. It's done by over 40 authors. It's a collection of 66 different writings. There's poetry and history there's prophecy and letters and history. There's so much to it. it it's, a, it's a great book. Yeah, it is a great book, but it is so much more than that. These hold the very words of God, the creator of all that we see, the, the God who holds your life in his hands, that he allows you to be here tonight, to breathe his air, to live in his world. In Hebrews 4.12, it says, The word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. There's a power here present in this book that is in no other. Most other books, they're sort of stagnant from the, the moment they're published. If there's new knowledge found, nothing else can change what's written in that book. They are not alive, they are dead. But this book is written by a perfect God, an all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving God. And it is alive and active and still working and changing lives as it has done for thousands of years, over all cultures and languages and understandings and education levels. And for me, still today, after 30 plus years of um, a Christian walk, and, and I've read through the Bible countless times. I've done it the last three or four years with a group of guys in a reading plan. Every single day, I'm still challenged, still learning, still growing, and developing better understanding because with the power of the Holy Spirit and reading through this word, it's alive and active. I think if we could look into the spiritual realm and look here, we wouldn't see a book. 
It's like a, and no pun intended here, but it's like a powerhouse. It's full of living energy of the act of God. It is described as a sword, as I mentioned in that verse above, a weapon to disable the enemy and can fill us with the power of the transforming presence of God. Elsewhere, it's called a light, a light that can shine into our lives, that can force out the darkness and fill us with his presence. It's so much more than a book. Second Timothy says, all scripture is God-breathed. There's a verse for that one, the slides. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful that's not me. No. All is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And one of my favourite verses in the Bible, and how I sort of try and live my life, Psalm one nineteen one o five. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. In a world that's full of darkness and distractions, and God says He's got a narrow way to life, to His, to His path. This is the light that leads us to that path, that can lead us there. I want to give you two reasons tonight why we need to get into this, why the Bible is so important for us Christians to get into. And the first is to deepen our relationship. It's our Christian life, our Christian journey is really a relationship with the living God. It's a, and in any relationship, the success is based on the intimacy and the communication that's there between the two parties. Like I said before, I'm tomorrow going to be married 24 years. Yep, <laughs> it's crazy how quick time goes. And if I tried to spend as little time as possible with Trish, then how successful would our marriage be? <clears throat> I've found since getting married that it's gotten better and better every year. That I love Trish more now than I did when I first met her. And that's because I've spent the time and energy to get to know her, to build that relationship, to merge our lives together by connecting, by talking, by living, by sharing experiences. If we didn't have that, how, how deep and close could our relationship be? I recently went into a Christian bookshop. I was looking for a devotional as a gift for a friend. <clears throat> and the thing I noticed, that there are a lot of books there with titles like Five Minutes with God, Three Minutes of Devotions, Verse for the Day, even on the app, I've been looking for an app um, for a, a reading plan. And so many of them are just a couple of verses here and then a big devotion. And it just got me thinking about what's more important. Is it man's ideas or God's word? What, where should we be putting our faith? And it's not about how much you read. Like if all of us have different limitations, have different, we're in different stages of our journey. For some, a verse a day is awesome and, and go with it. For others, we should be reading more. But it's what bothers me with what I was seeing in that shop and in the Bible app is it's the heart behind it all. It seems to be saying, what is the bare minimum that I have to do in order to have a relationship to God? And I just feel I'd really love to write a book about how to spend as much time as possible with God. That's where my heart is at the moment. From my experience, that is where real transformation happens. If after I got married to Trish... If I just chose to spend three minutes a day with her, our relationship wouldn't be successful. It'd be damaged. We wouldn't be on the same page. We would um, be like two people who just cross paths every now and then. And if I penned a love letter to Trish, if I spent, poured out my heart and wrote this love letter about how deep and, and great is my love for her and I gave it to her and she just stuck it in a shelf or in her bookshelf and said, oh, thanks for that, really appreciate it, and gets on with her life, how would I feel? Would I feel loved? Would I feel that she um, 
you know, accepts my love. But it's so often what we do with the word of God. This is the, the words that he's given to man to put into this form. It teaches us about who he is, how he works, what he has done for us. Um, all his promises are in there. It is not the only way he communicates us, which I'll look at soon, but it is one of the major ways he communicates us. And communication is, a, is, um, is key to any successful relationship. We need to do... You need to get into this so that we can have a successful, meaningful relationship with God. And the second part about why we need to read the Bible is it's how he talks to us. God can communicate through dreams and visions, through a loud booming voice or that quiet inner voice. He can communicate through signs and wonders. He can communicate through any means. He's not limited in any way because he is a powerful God. But the most common way, but the most common way he speaks to us as people is through his word. Two of my heroes of faith recently, Nicky Gumbel, I've done his Bible reading plan two or three times now. He says, God still speaks to me every day through his word. And Francis Chan, another one of my heroes, I've listened to everything he think he's ever put out. He said, 99% of the time that I get a word from God, it is through reading his scripture, through reading the scripture. This is how God communicates with us. God does come and, and give us a prophetic word from time to time. He speaks through people in other ways and through visions and dreams. But if ever that happens, the one golden rule that I was always taught is, does it align with Scripture? Does it align with Scripture? And how can you answer that if you're not getting into the Word, if you're not um, checking the Word out? If God talks to you in any other way, take it back and make sure it aligns with His Word because He'll never go back on His Word. So you can come forward every week and get a word through God, through faithful people praying for you. And that's good and appropriate, and it's good to come forward and get prayer. But it's not the best way. In 1 Corinthians 13.9, it says, Man can know in part and prophesy in part. God is all-knowing, but we only have a partial understanding. He knows and understands all. We should listen to, an, to others when they speak into our life, but always check, always show that wisdom and see if it aligns with Scripture. This is why it's such a powerful thing. It's not just a book. It's not a stagnant source of information. It's alive and active. It can surprise, it can challenge, it can move, and it can excite you every day. Even now, after that 30-plus years, I am still changing and growing because of the power that's in this word. So I'll get Joel to come up. Do you want to come and do that now for me, Joel? And I really wanted tonight to be a night... I wanted to show you the real reason we need to get into the word of God, but I didn't want to stop just there. I'd really like us to, I would like to give an opportunity to anyone who wants to get into the word but may not know how to do it or, or um, maybe scared to do it or just want other people to journey with. I want to give people an opportunity tonight to join with me and with others to join into a reading plan. I was joking with Sarah earlier in the week about I should just come up here and say, read the Bible, drop the mic and just walk off the stage because sort of, that's the, the main crux of this message. But I know how hard that can be because life is busy. We're filled with so many distractions constantly. We're pulled in a million different directions. Sometimes there's a lack of a desire or lack of knowledge about how to go about it or where to start. For some, not being able to read might be a, a stopping them getting into the Bible. There are so many things that can cause us to stop. But let's have an opportunity tonight to do this, to journey with me and with others as we start this new year, why not make a step of faith and say, yep, this year I'm going to get stuck into the Word of God. I want to 
step forward and start getting into this book. I know that I've neglected a bit and I need to step forward in faith. So what I've done is I've found a reading plan on the Bible app. I don't know if it, how many people have the Bible app, but it's not the only way we can do this. But it's a 30-day plan where we're going to go through the Gospels. And I want to encourage anyone who wants to read to join with me in this plan. I will help you. I can show you how to use the app on your phone. I'm happy to sit down and, and help you and take you through it and show you how it all works. The, um, the Bible app put out by Life Church is it's got every translation, whatever you like to read the Bible in, it's there. If you're not a good reader, there's an audio version. You can just put the Bible on and it will speak to you. You can do it while washing the dishes, while mowing the lawn. There's no reason not to do it. It'll take less than 10 minutes a day and you'd get through the whole Bible in a year just by listening to it that way. Yep. Um, personally, I prefer to read it in the Word. For, maybe that's because how I've done it most of my life. But I think any way that you can intake the Word of God is a good way. So if, if it is audio, then go for it because... Um, the words of God will change you no matter how you perceive them. But I like, I like underlining and, and writing notes in my Bible as well, but absolutely. And you online as well, I want to give this opportunity to anyone online. If you um, want to get started in reading the Bible and you want to join us on a reading plan, 30 days. It's 30 days, it's about three chapters a day when I was looking through it. It's just the Gospels going through the story of Jesus through each of the Gospels, sort of in a chronological order. If you are interested online and you want to be a part of it, you can go to the Powerhouse Church page and put a message in there. Or if you have my contact details, contact me directly myself and I'll help you. I can do a Zoom call. I can show you how to use and download this app. If you don't like using technology and you're not interested in the app, I'll send you a text or send you an email or I'll give you a hard copy to, of the reading plan so you can go through it with us. I've also set up a Facebook group, just a private group for anyone who's interested in doing this reading plan with us. I just want it to be a place where you can share what has God been saying to you as you read through every day. In the last um, plan that I did, we had a little bit at the bottom called um, talk, what was it, talk it through, something like that anyway, but you'd write in there just about what God had spoken to you. And I wanted, for me, that was a powerful thing. I loved hearing what James and what the other guys did that I was doing it with. What had God been saying to them? And Sarah, she's been doing amazing insights through the reading plan. I just wanted to have a platform where we could share. We could share what God's saying. If you have questions, you could put it up there. It could be a positive place where we could encourage each other in this journey of faith, to take a step to get into God's Word together. If you don't have a Bible, I've got Bibles to give out as well, so come and see me. I don't want any excuse for not getting into God's Word. So afterwards, I'll sit down the back there. Anyone who wants me to show you the, um, the app and the, and the reading plan that we're going to do, yep. It's called, if you flick to the next slide, I think I've tried to get an image of it up there. It's called A Harmony of the Gospels in 30 Days. And that's the picture that you'll see on the reading plan for those who know how to use the app already. That's the one we're going to do. And you can friend each other on the app too so that you can see where each other are up to and know where, where each person's going. And then if this is successful, maybe that's something we could do another one after the 30 days and, and just try and encourage each other to be on the same page with where we're reading to share the same stuff it's it's been really good for me with the group of guys that I've read with this past year to be able to to talk with someone about what God has said and done so I'd encourage you tonight to just take that step of faith if you want to get into the word if you want to know God deeper if you want to hear 
His voice in your life. If you want to see, start seeing your prayers answered, this is the first step that you can do to get closer to God and you'll see a, an amazing transformation happen, I promise. So that's about it really. So after the service, after we sing one more song, I'll be up the back. I'm happy to help in any way possible. People online, please join in. We'd love for you to be a part of this um, reading plan as well. And, um, and let's get into God's Word together, hey? I'll just say a prayer and then we'll get Jess and the guys up for, for one more song. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you that you have blessed us with this. There is so much in here, so much that even a lifetime of learning, we just cannot even fully grasp the fullness of you that is um, revealed through this word. And I just pray, Lord, if you're stirring in the hearts of people who want to do this, then get them to get in contact and let's do this together. Let's start a journey of faith together, getting into God's word and, and seeing what God does with that. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.